Were it not for the work of colonial Baptists like Roger Williams, Isaac Backus, John Leland, and others, we likely would not have today our First Amendment guarantee of religious liberty. And as some of those early Baptists faced harassment and persecution, they not only pushed to separate church from state, but sometimes they did so anonymously or with pseudonyms. Welcome to Baptist Without an Adjective, a podcast of Word and Way. I'm your host, Word and Way editor and president, Brian Kaler. On this program, we'll hear from Baptists from across the denominational, ethnic, national, and ideological lines that too often divide us. At Word and Way, we've been informing and inspiring Baptists since 1896. Learn more about us at wordandway.org. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Baptist Without an Adjective. This will be our third and, at least for a while, final bonus episode looking at state legislation involving church-state issues. We talked about Bible literacy bills back in episode 55, and we looked at the Project Blitz effort that includes both Bible literacy bills and legislation on In God We Trust in Public Schools back in episode 68. Across the country, many state legislatures will be wrapping up their 2019 regular sessions. Some have already done so over the last couple of weeks, and others will be doing so over the next couple of weeks. And when that happens, when a state legislature stops its session, then it means that hundreds and really perhaps thousands of bills suddenly die because they didn't get a vote, whether that be they didn't get voted on at a committee level or they just didn't make it to the floor of the state's House or Senate and to get an actual vote. And thus they'll have to be reintroduced next year and start all the way back over through the hearing and committee process. Now, because of the Project Blitz effort nationwide that's working to chip away at the church-state line, it seems like there's particularly been a lot of problematic religious liberty and church-state bills this year. While I had only testified one time over the previous four sessions here in Missouri, I testified five times on four different bills this year alone. Three of those bills came out of the Project Blitz effort that we talked about in episode 68. And so I am particularly celebrating the fact that Missouri's legislature constitutionally ends its session at 6 p.m. on Friday, which this year is May 17th, 6 p.m., and it all came to a close. So when that happened, a couple of these bad church date bills that I testified against died, at least for this year. Now, Missouri lawmakers, as in other states, celebrate the close of their session by tossing their papers, the copies of the bills, up into the air. And because their constitutional close meant a couple of these bad bills died, well, I'm feeling like celebrating with a paper toss as well. Two bills that I testified against this year died without even coming out of committee. One of them was House Bill 577 that we talked about in episode 68, and I played my testimony against that bill in that episode. And that is one of these Project Blitz bills that would mandate that all public schools place in God we trust in a prominent location. Now, that type of legislation actually did pass in a number of states, both last year and this year. But fortunately, it never even received a vote in Missouri's House, let alone going to the Senate. It died in several other states this year as well, but I suspect we'll see those bills popping up again next year. Another bill that died, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more in a moment, was House Bill 728. Now this, unlike the Project Blitz legislation, this was actually a Missouri original. It would have banned anonymity for non-minors in establishment clause lawsuits and only establishment clause lawsuits. So it wasn't actually about general transparency and litigation. It was about an attempt 
to stop lawsuits that challenge unconstitutional governmental endorsement of religion. Testified against that bill, and we're going to play that testimony a little bit later in this episode. Because even though that bill has now died, it passed the full house. I'm going to go ahead and play the testimony because one, I think it's an important topic that was raised. We, I think, will see this legislation coming back again next year. And I'm afraid that it could also become model legislation, just like the Bible literacy bills and the In God We Trust bills have been with Project Blitz. And so that leads to the Bible literacy bills. Another big Project Blitz effort. It was successful in a couple of states this year, just like it was last year. In fact, just last week, Georgia's Governor Brian Kemp signed that state's bill to encourage classes supposedly on Bible literacy that is really a way of trying to sneak in a sectarian understanding of the Bible into our public schools. In Missouri, we saw two different types. There was the bill, very similar to that in Georgia, Kentucky, and other states. And then there was also a resolution that doesn't change the statutes of the Missouri, but was a way of trying to encourage these types of courses. So it doesn't quite have as much teeth to it. I testified against the resolution back on May 8th when it was before a House committee. And I testified against the bill in both the House on February 19th and the Senate on April 16th. As we were wrapping up, it looked like maybe they wouldn't pass. But with just over 30 hours left in the session, the House did pass Senate Concurrent Resolution 13, this resolution encouraging these Bible literacy courses. And so that has now passed both chambers and is heading to the governor. On a positive side, though, the Senate ran out of time and could not consider House Bill 267, the bill encouraging these classes. And because it was a bill that would actually change Missouri law, I feel like it would have been a stronger endorsement of these types of courses. And they just ran out of time thanks to some filibusters on some completely other topics that wasted three of the five days this week. And so at least that bill ended up dying. And so the results are a bit mixed, but probably see the bill version popping up again in Missouri next year and several other states. And so now I want to turn to one other topic, and that is this Missouri original House Bill 728 that I talked about. It was unfortunately proposed by a lawmaker who happens to be a Baptist. And it was an attempt to stop church-state lawsuits, particularly lawsuits that would be designed at stopping unconstitutional government establishments or endorsements of religion. And that's really what this bill is about. Just like the Project Blitz legislation, it is an attempt to undermine our separation of church and state in the United States. That bill had already passed the House, and so I had a chance to go and testify against it on May 6th in the Senate before the Judiciary and Civil and Criminal Jurisprudence Committee. It was a unique experience. I turned out to be the only Christian minister who testified against it. There were several atheists and individuals from minority faiths that were there to talk about this bill. And I think that I helped change the conversation that this was not legislation about people of faith versus those who have no faith. But rather, this is really about liberty and the freedom and safety as we deal with some really critical and sometimes sensitive topics. And so because I'm afraid that this legislation might come up again next year in Missouri and perhaps might even become a model for other states to try as well, I want to go ahead and put up my testimony against this. And we need to be ready to stand up against this type of legislation. So here's what I had to tell the Senate committee on May 6th. My name is Brian Kaler. I'm the Associate Director of ChurchNet, a statewide Baptist network. And I'm the editor of Word and Way, a Baptist magazine that has been publishing in Missouri since 1896. And I oppose this legislation as a Baptist minister. 
because I cherish the strong Baptist heritage of standing for religious liberty for all, which includes a healthy separation of church and state. Were it not for the work of colonial Baptists like Roger Williams, Isaac Backus, John Leland, and others, we likely would not have today our First Amendment guarantee of religious liberty. And as some of those early Baptists faced harassment and persecution, they not only pushed to separate church from state, but sometimes they did so anonymously or with pseudonyms. Even James Madison, the father of the Constitution and who as a young attorney defended the rights of imprisoned Baptist preachers, wrote one of his most significant pieces on religious liberty anonymously as he critiqued Virginia lawmakers attempting to force their faith on the public. And so I sit before you as one who believes in religious liberty for all, and one who believes that sometimes such advocacy may require anonymity. There are many problems with this unnecessary and dangerous bill. It strips judges of their power. It puts people in danger. It limits one of our first freedoms. But let us be honest, this bill is not about transparency, but about limiting religious freedom. This bill is about trying to protect those who want to officially establish their faith. It seeks to do this by reducing the lawsuits designed to protect religious liberty for all. Thus, the logic of this bill is self-defeating. It is designed, as supporters claim, to reduce the number of church-state lawsuits. Yet supporters also claim there is no need for anonymity since there is no serious harassment or persecution. But if there is no harassment, then why would the number of lawsuits decline? This bill will reduce the number of lawsuits precisely because anonymity is sometimes unfortunately needed. A vote for this bill is a vote to limit our First Amendment freedoms, a vote to ignore the religious freedoms of minorities, and a vote to protect unconstitutional acts. So I respectfully urge a vote against this problematic bill. I'm happy to take any questions. Well, I hope you enjoyed this special bonus episode of Baptist Without an Adjective. As a reminder, you can hear a couple of previous bonus episodes on these topics, episode 55 on the Bible Literacy Bills, and episode 68 on Project Blitz, both the Bible Literacy Bills and the In God We Trust legislation. You can learn more about us at wordandway.org. And if you want to support the production of this program, you can hit the donate button there, support this podcast as well as our monthly magazine and our website. If you've enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will share it with your friends on Facebook and head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast platform to write a positive review to help more people to find the show. If you have any comments or feedback, please email me at bkaler at wordandway.org. Thanks for listening. And one more time, just for fun. 